Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts. Created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. Today was the last What Is School chat ever, and I want to thank you for all being a part of this chat over the last seven years. We launched in June 2014, and education has changed dramatically in this time. When we launched, we were one of the first chats, and one that has been successful in building a community of educators over the years. After seven years of leading this chat and seeing it thrive, things have changed in the last years and other commitments from myself and the team supporting the chat means that it's time to let it go. A lot of people have expressed their feelings on the chat shutting down, but I wanted to reassure everyone about the quality of chats that are around. Look around, get involved in the other chats, if this is your thing, or try a podcast to get your learning fill. Thank you for your support and kind words. You are all amazing, and I'm forever grateful for your connection. I'm currently working on a major project that will help bring a larger, more engaged audience together to learn, develop, and grow. And I can't wait to share this with you in a few weeks' time. This is a big one. So watch this space. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. And if you haven't followed his Make a Difference podcast, I highly encourage you to do so in your podcast channel of choice. Last week, I encouraged you to think about how you measure the efficacy of the EdTech products that you use. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask about your summer and winter vacation. With summer and winter holidays coming up all over the world, what are you going to do to refresh, recharge, or relearn? I'd love to know what you have planned. Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Unimersive. Unimersive creates great virtual reality training and educational experiences. Unimersive's mission is to help students of all ages learn faster using virtual reality. According to the cone of learning created by Edgar Dale, the American educationist, after two weeks, the human brain tends to remember 10% of what it reads, 20% of what it hears, but 90% of what it does or simulates. Unimersive is invested in the VR experience and is currently available on the Samsung Gear VR and the Oculus Rift device, for now. Unimersive's VR app is the largest platform for VR educational content. It's available on the major VR headsets and it is being updated frequently to include more VR educational content in their library. If this interests you or you know someone who uses VR extensively, please share this with them. I highly recommend you take a look at unimersive.com. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about evaluating the efficacy of EdTech tools in our schools. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to focus briefly today on making the most of your summer or winter vacation. 
As we move in the coming weeks to a vacation, wherever you are around the world, we get the opportunity to take a step back and relax. If you're listening from Australia and New Zealand, and you're going into winter vacation in the coming weeks, or following across Asia, Europe, North America, or somewhere else in the Northern Hemisphere, then summer vacation is already here or very quickly approaching. Holidays give us the chance to rest, relax, and recoup from the strenuous work that we do. And 100% this needs to happen. But what can you do to make the most of your break without working too hard? We all have friends and family members that think we work a 9-3 job and have amazing holidays. Although, the reality is far different. As an educator, you probably put in ridiculous hours during your off days and work hard late into the evenings. The upcoming break, first and foremost, needs to be prioritized towards your mental health and well-being. We have had it tough over the last 18 months, and you have done an incredible job. Take some time out. It is so well-deserved, and that is a non-negotiable. Think about how you can continue to grow, upskill, and empower yourself as well. Maybe it's through some podcasts like this, or by reading some books that'll give you the motivation and inspiration you need to continue to thrive when you come back. Maybe it's finding an online learning program that you wish you had done prior, but have never had the opportunity to do. Maybe you could download the apps that you constantly hear about here or on social media and trial them and play with them. Do something for you. Learn, develop, grow, and empower yourself to be better. You deserve it. Have an amazing break if you get one. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Mandy Froelich and Jake Miller. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Jake Miller, who you may know is at Jake Miller Tech on Twitter with over 34,000 followers. Jake is based in the US and is an eighth grade science teacher, ed tech and learning enthusiast, and host of the Educational Duct Tape podcast. Jake previously spent five years as a technology integration specialist and an additional 12 years in the classroom teaching math, science, and STEM at various grade levels. Jake, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I am. I think I was born ready to talk about it. It's my favorite thing to do. Thanks for having me here, Craig. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Yeah, so my current role is a little bit of everything right now. So as you mentioned there in that uh, bio, I am currently teaching eighth grade science for a public school here in Ohio in the United States. Uh, but on the side, I do a lot of stuff. My, my real passion, and you said what inspires me to do what I do, um, I, I learned years ago how much I enjoy seeing a teacher who might be a little bit scared of using educational technology, seeing them have kind of that light ball moment when they realize that they can do something that they thought they couldn't do and something they thought they were scared of they find the ability to do you know a lot of teachers talk about that light bulb moment with us when a student finally understands you know multiplication or the water cycle or whatever thing in their in their curriculum and i get that too but what really lights me up is when i see an educator who is scared to use technology and i can support them 
to start using that. And that just gets me excited. So I do a lot of stuff relating to that. Like the podcast, like you mentioned, is kind of my way to be able to, as you know very well with the Ignite Ed Tech podcast, to, to get into the earbuds of some teachers and help them on their journey of, of integrating ed tech in their classrooms, right? Yeah, totally. That's awesome, man. I, I love the sound of that. That sounds really exciting. It sounds like you're doing, you know, the things that you really want to do. And, you know, you run the successful podcast. Tell us a little bit about the EduDuckTape podcast and why we should tune in. Oh, well, so it's been going for about three years now. And it, it, it started with my theory, my, my mindset, my silly metaphor that educational technology is a lot like duct tape, right? We, we don't set forth to use duct tape in our day-to-day life, but it becomes useful in a lot of problem situations. Something falls apart, you use duct tape to put it back together. I tell a story about how my kids have an inflatable bounce house and one day they were really excited to play in it and all of a sudden it was leaking and they couldn't play in it because it wouldn't retain air and duct tape was the perfect tool to solve that problem. And I think educational technology is a lot like that, right? We might be looking to formatively assess our students' comprehension. We might be looking to hear our students' voices. We might be looking to inspire our students about future careers or teach them about geography or teach them a new math concept or assess their understanding of a math concept. Whatever we might be trying to do, whatever that goal is or that problem is or that need is, I think educational technology can be a duct tape for that, a tool for that, right? Something to help us solve that. And so that's what we focus on in the podcast. I always have on a guest and we start with the question a teacher might have. It could be one of those ones I just listed. Like how, how can I formatively assess my students' comprehension? And the guest and I talk about some different educational technology tools that could solve that problem. And one of the things I love about the conversation is the guest and I almost always have a different answer. And I think that helps teachers hear that there's not just one right way to do it. There's a lot of possible ways and you have to find the way that works best for you. Uh, but then my favorite part of the podcast, to be honest, is, is we just have fun. I, I love and I'm sure you know this too, Craig, with the work that you do. I love talking to like-minded educators. We, we have some fun and we, we are, we're, we're in the same mind space with educational technology, but it's also a chance to be with our people, you know, and have some fun. And so we play some games on the show and we always try to have a laugh during the show too. That's awesome. We'll definitely make sure the link to that are in the notes below. We would love to tune in and, and, and help build that community. Let's jump into some quick fire questions. You know, the first thing that comes to your head and give us a little bit of a why. What's your hashtag one word for 2021? Uh, I, I think I'm going to go with reflect or reflection here because I, I actually have too many words for 2021. I don't normally do a one word because I can't narrow it down. And so what I found is that by reflecting on the things that I'm doing or the things that I'm trying to do or things that I seek to do, I'm able to identify maybe some things I shouldn't be doing, right? Some things that aren't aren't reaching a goal that I have. Uh, and by reflecting on them, I'm able to narrow it down. So I think reflection is kind of an overarching thing that helps me hit on just the right things for for me and for my work and for my message or for my students, whatever it is I'm working on. And what's your favorite EdTech book or resource? Oh, I've got a lot of them. Uh, one that I've, I've really been enjoying lately uh, in terms of books is uh, Stacy Roshan's book, uh, Tech with Heart. I know you had Stacy on recently. And uh, Stacy's message really parallels with the message that I try to share. You know, in her book, she talks about how uh, she identified that she really wanted to um, support her students. And she felt like the way that math was taught to her growing up, even though she was a very good math student, um, didn't really 
make her feel supported and made her feel nervous. And she wanted to hear from her students and she wanted to support her students. And she identified that she needed to flip the way she does instruction. And she goes through the book of how she pulled that off. But it really matches up with what I try to talk about, where she identified a goal first and then found these technologies that supported her in doing that. And I, I think her message is very uplift, uplifting and empowering in the book as well. Yeah, she's very inspirational. I, I agree. I've had a, some good chats with her on here as well. What's your go-to edtech tool that the listeners maybe haven't heard of that they need to try? Well, I'm going to name one that they probably have heard of. I hope they have heard of it. My tool of this school year uh, for sure has been Pear Deck. And I'm, I'm cool. I love Pear Deck and Nearpod as well. And there's some similar tools like Class Kick and things like that out there. But especially while I was teaching concurrently this year with kids at home and kids in person, and while I was teaching it, uh, remotely with everybody at home, it was really important that I could hear from all of my students. Like I can't always see all their faces. Like you can't you can't do that formative assessment that you could just do in a classroom just by looking at your kids or looking over their shoulders as you walk around the classroom. Uh, you couldn't do that in that situation. So a tool like that that lets me see their responses live can can ask me let me ask them the questions, make sure everybody's on pace, on target, and with me and understanding have just been huge for me. And it's, I think it's huge in any year, but it's been extra, extra beneficial this year. Yeah, that's, I couldn't agree more. Everything you've mentioned is, is right on the top of my list as well. For you, Jake, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram for your own learning and why? Well, I'm on all of them, but I love Twitter. I, I would I would gladly give up the other two if I could. I I, I go there and share because I, I want to reach the educators that are there. But for me, I'm a Twitter guy for sure. It's where I started with my ed tech learning. It's where, you know, what kind of lit a spark underneath me. And I just can't give it up. I, I Some days I, I worry that it's starting to fade away and I, I just refuse to let go. I love me some Twitter. <laughs> I'm with you there. I, I love it as well. What's one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress, and succeed in your career? You know, I, I, I'm sure you will understand this because mine is podcasting. I, I feel like I don't have the extra time to, you know, to sit and and read and things like that, or to research most days. Uh, and so podcasts do it. I have a, you know, 30 to 40 minute drive to work in the morning and a 30 to 40 minute drive to work or home from work um, in the afternoon. And I listen to a podcast. And sometimes it's a podcast that helps me unplug and disconnect because that's what my my mind and, and soul needs at that time. And other times it might be, you know, the Ignite Ed Tech podcast when I'm looking to learn some new skills. So it helps me both, you know, nourish the soul, so to speak, as well as nourish the mind sometimes, depending on what it is I'm listening to. Yeah, that's very cool. And if you would have any job in the world, what would it be and why? I've got a mixture of many jobs right now, and they're all kind of my favorites. My my very favorite thing to be doing is to be speaking to educators, and I miss it so much because I haven't gotten to be in front of a room of educators on a stage or, or in a workshop or anything like that. Uh, since March of 2020, but I think it's coming soon. I think it's right around the corner. Uh, and if I could do that full time, if I could just be, you know, in those situations, helping those educators see their potential with educational technology and do that full time, that would make my heart so happy because that's that's where I feel, uh, I, I don't know, I feel like kind of on top of the world with doing that. It just feels great. Yeah, I love the sound of that as well. It's, it's you know, being able to help 
help people grow, develop. It's an exciting part. You know, Jake, you've shared so much inspiration, so many ideas, links, you know, thoughts here. What is the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you? So I am on all the social medias at Jake Miller Tech. And then my website is jakemiller.net. And you can find out about the podcast at eduducttape.com. Awesome. We'll make sure the links to that are in the description below. Jake, thank you so much for your time today. Inspirational as always. Thank you, Craig. I really appreciate the opportunity. You're doing great work on the show. Thank you, mate. Take care. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Mandy Freilich, who you may know is at Freilich M on Twitter with over 19,000 followers. Mandy is an education consultant and keynote speaker who is based in the US. She's a former tech director and teacher and is a published author with an incredible talent to engage and teach. Mandy, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? I am. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Sure, absolutely. So my, um, I was originally an elementary educator, and then I was a tech integrator. And then um, I recently retired from the position of being a director of innovation and technology. And in that uh, in that role, I ran all of the both the the networking technical side of the district's um, technology systems, plus the the instructional side as well. And so I sort of managed both of those. And I retired to be a consultant and again a, a speaker and work with uh, you know districts all over in order to really help them do the best things that 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 they can do and, and be the best that they can be. And so um, I really enjoy that role right now in, in working with them. Sometimes uh, it depends on what the district needs, but sometimes it's teacher coaching or leadership coaching. And sometimes it's uh, starting online, um, you know, online programs or revamping the program that they just had from the pandemic into a clear online program. And so it kind of runs the gamut. I do a lot of work in, in educator mental health as well. And, and so it could be any of those things. It keeps my work interesting. Yeah, that's amazing. And you've done a lot and you share a lot. Mandy, you're a published author yourself. Tell us a little bit about your books and what inspired you to write them. Sure. So I have uh, four books currently. Um, three of those are um, about educator mental health, and the other one is called Divergent EDU. It's based on the hierarchy of needs for innovation and divergent uh, teaching, which is a, a structure that I developed to really support teachers in um, thinking innovatively and, and teaching divergently in their classrooms. So Divergent EDU is just a little bit different from the other three, but the other three are uh, The Fire Within, uh, Reignite the Flames, and The Educator's Matchbook. So you might sense a theme there. <laughs> but it's really about, uh, you know, lighting that that fire. And I talk a lot about educator mental health and um, educator mental health issues, uh, trauma, adversity, burnout, um, things like that, and how to heal from those things. And then Educator's Matchbook is a little bit different in the way that it's actually a weekly journal to put into practice some of the things that I talk about in uh, Reignite the Flames. So it's sort of a, a practical handbook for trying to heal or come back from burnout or disengagement. Really, really cool, Mandy. And as a keynote speaker as well, 
I know you often talk about how you were always afraid of public speaking until you reached college. For those listening today who may be in the same position, what's your best advice and reasons why we should share more and be confident in our skill set? <laughs> yeah, the public speaking bit's kind of funny. Um, I was, to say that I was afraid of public speaking might have been sort of the understatement of the century. I, I was terrified of public speaking. And I knew in, um, I originally wanted to actually be a lawyer. That's originally what I went to school for. And um, I knew that at some point I was going to have to get up and speak in front of people. And so what I did in college is I took every you know, every class I could possibly take on public speaking to to basically just practice my way out of it. And um, I didn't, I, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I ever totally got over being fearful of that. Like if you watch me before I do any kind of, you know, like keynote or speaking, I, I'm often trying to like hold my hands together so I don't fidget. And, you know, I might um, go to the restroom and take some deep breaths before I have to go and speak. And, and I, so I just have strategies to try to deal with the fear. And so I, I still have a fear of public speaking. I just do it anyway. And, and I do it because exactly, you know, what you said, Craig, it's so important to, to share our voice and, and, and to share our ideas so other people can, you know, hear what we're thinking and apply some of the learning that we've done to their own lives, because it's, you know, it's one of the best ways that we can learn is from each other. And so had I, you know, had I not gotten over my fear of public speaking, if, you know, if there have been people that I have impacted with my speaking, that would have never happened. And so it's, it's so important to, you know, to branch out and to get over some of those fears if it's something that's keeping you from, from sharing your voice with others. Yeah, I think that's a really powerful message. I, I'm very much the same, Mandy, in the work that I do when I'm speaking. I, I get incredibly nervous, but I've always sort of lived by that mindset of, you know, nerves are, are the way that, that helps you be successful. You know, if I'm not nervous, then there's a problem with that. So I, <laughs> I really like that, that whole idea of, of what you talk about as well, because I think a lot, it holds a lot of people back. And I think in our world today, we need everybody to be sharing what they're doing to be successful for us to, to move forward. So thanks for sharing that. Let's jump into some quick fire questions. Um, the first thing that comes to your head, um, and maybe a little why. What's your favorite EdTech book or resource? Favorite EdTech book or resource? Well, I think, um, you know, I'm not sure where pandemic learning would be uh, without Flipgrid. Of course, I think Flipgrid is amazing. I also really love StreamYard. Um, StreamYard has been uh, one of my go-to tools to use for any kind of live sharing. And so um, I love being able to do a live show and bring on guests and have panels of people to give professional development. So I really love StreamYard. Brilliant. And Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram for your own learning and why? I prefer Twitter. Twitter is my favorite. Um, I think because I um, I enjoy the ability to be able to see what people are tweeting, and I really like um, Twitter chats. I've learned a lot from Twitter chats and being able to uh, share with people in that way. Nice. And what is one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress, and succeed in your career? I would say meditation is a big one for me. Uh, I'm not 
awesome at it. I've really had to work at it. And I hear that from people a lot. That's why I, I freely admit that because um, people will say, well, I can't, I can't get out of my own head. I can't stop my own thoughts. And yeah, I could meditate for about 10 seconds when I first started, uh, started doing it. And, and even after a few years of it, it's still, there are some days where five minutes is my limit. And there are some days where I can go 25 minutes and it really depends on what I have going on. But Meditation for me has made a huge difference in my anxiety levels and my ability to focus on things. And so I would say that that would probably be one of one of the habits that have made me more successful and more comfortable with myself. And if you were to have any job in the world, what would it be and why? Um, I actually would probably, um, I, I probably would have uh, gone to law school and, and finished law school to be a lawyer. I always wanted to uh, try to, to make you know, changes that way as well. And, and to sort of um, fight the idea of fighting for justice and things. And I, I feel like I, I do that, um, you know, and do, I do that in some ways now. So I'm still, still working on the same passion, just in a different area. Finally, Mandy, you know, you've shared so much wisdom and information in our short chat. I know the listeners are going to want to follow and connect with you. What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, absolutely. So my, my, um, website is www.divergentedu.com. And on uh, the Twitters, if you're on there, I am at Freilich M. On um, Instagram, I am uh, Mandy Freilich. And uh, you can find me at um, Divergent Edu and Mandy Freilich on Facebook. Awesome. We'll make sure the links to those are in the podcast notes below as well. Mandy, thank you so much for your time today. It's been inspirational as always. Thank you. Thank you so much. Next week, join me for episode 54 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by Ben Sheridan. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away an hour of consultancy with Ignite EdTech. To win, you need to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winner has already been contacted directly by me, and it is... Alison Sampson. Congratulations, Alison. This week, I'm giving away two seats for Mandy's amazing Mindfulness for Teachers course. To win these prizes, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 16th of June, and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. Thank you for being an extremely important part of the Ignite EdTech podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please also remember to spend two minutes to rate the podcast so we can reach even more educators and EdTech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's show by tagging me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.